This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hello, it's Pip, and today we'd like to introduce you to another one of our favourite audio dramas. Uh, In fact, today's recommendation has been one of my top discoveries this year. But uh, first, let's check in with what's going on at the Amelia offices. Good afternoon. Ahoy, bucko! What? Uh, Never mind. I need some input on the Stockholm disappearance. Aye. Uh, it's about Mrs. Edelborg. She has suddenly decided the Volvo isn't good enough for her and wants a BMW instead. When I told her she couldn't have a BMW since Salvatore has already rebuilt the V60, she threatened to expose us. Blow me down! The scallywag is trying to hornswaggle us. Hold on to your doubloons. What? By thunder, there's only one thing to do. We give her the black spot. Aye, that'll make that scurvy dog follow the cart, I reckon. Uh, you suggest what? We leave her black spotted. I have said my piece, now heave ho. Black spotted, what does that mean? Ooh, before you go, pour me some grog lass and do it smartly. I'm planning to get loaded to the gunnels today. Loaded to the... huh? Come here, me beauty. Listen, I won't suffer any landlubbers or village rats this morning. Today is a national holiday. Uh, I don't think it is a national holiday. And you better start speaking normally because you have a client at one o'clock. Send that son of a biscuit eater down the gangway. Lest the lad speak like a pirate, he might as well scuttle. Why are you talking like that? It is International Speak Like a Pirate Day, matey. Oh, Lord. You know, it is also a regular work day and you're about to see a PhD student in practical metaphysics. I think her disappearance will be a tad difficult to discuss speaking like a pirate. Ye think I'll be bum-squabbled? Oh, ye of little faith! Even if I am gabbing like the mighty Anne Bonny, and maybe shaking the cloth in the wind just a little, I'd never struggle to keep a weather eye open. Oh, just stop it! I don't understand a word you're saying, and neither will the client. Blimey, wench! Has no one told ye? On this ship we always observe... Talk like a pirate day. We do? Aye. Of course, Alvina. It's in memory of past buccaneers whom we've seen walk the plank or dance the gallows dance. So ye better get on board, matey, or ye might find yourself marooned. Okay, I can't take any more of this. You cannot speak like a pirate when you're meeting a client. It's not professional. <laughs> do ye fancy some salmagundi, eh? All we have aboard is hardtack and loblolly. But down at the Rising Phoenix, I know they've got fine grub for not many cob dollars. That's it. I'm going upstairs. If anyone can put a stop to this nonsense, it's her. You're about to tell it to the parrot, are ye? You, ye give me the collie wobbles, ye do. I'm going. Shiver me timbers. I must clear the deck. Ah, oh, Amelia, I was just about to come and see you. 
Our friend here thinks it's appropriate to... Ahoy, me hearties. I feel like I've been kissing the gunner's daughter all morning. We need to splice the main brace, me thinks. Who's down for some cackle fruit and bunny grub before the dog watch? Oh, not you too! Gar, I... Speak Like a Pirate Day is actually a real thing. It's on the 19th of September every year. And uh, here's a fun fact. The co-founder of international Speak Like a Pirate Day, a guy named Mark Summers, was basically Julia Morizawa's theatre dad when she was in high school uh, as he directed the teen theatre programme in the neighbouring town's community theatre. Anyway, Alvina might not appreciate the celebration of international Speak Like a Pirate Day at the Amelia offices, but if you like true tales and wild stories about real-life pirates, you should check out The Ballad of Anne and Mary. Our friends over at Long Cat Media have made an audio drama musical about two female pirates. It's 1721 and London is abuzz with the news of the notorious pirates Anne Bonny and Mary Reed currently languishing in Newgate Prison. It's the perfect time for debt-ridden journalist Nathaniel Mist to exploit the public appetite and write a sensational and hopefully best-selling history of pirates. But as the balladeers and gossip mongers on the streets of London build myths around the bloodthirsty and perverse lady pirates, Mist is forced to reckon with the real Bonnie and Reed. The Ballad of Anne and Mary is an audio adventure in five parts starring musical sensation Christina Bianco, actress and comedian Suze Kempner, Hamilton star Carl Queensborough, cabaret legend Le Gâteau Chocolat and more. I've listened to The Ballad of Anne and Mary and I got completely enraptured by the portrayal of these two infamous pirates. The music is stunning. The sound design is fabulous. Close your eyes and you'll be taken into prisons aboard pirate ships and out to sea. We're going to play you the first episode of this series right here, right now. And if you like it, you can continue listening wherever you get your podcasts. So crack open a bottle of grog, stay the course and enjoy. Longcat Media presents The Ballad of Anne and Mary Episode 1 Take the Steel Sailors drowned at the hands 
of Anne and Mary. Man that is born of a woman have only the shortest of time for to be. And nowhere are folks more aware of that fate than the terrible, ravenous sea. Where the ways they do tower, the winds they do blow, and crackings and monsters drag men down below. But some men are so wicked, the devil himself has cast them back up from his hell. Yes, some men and some women as well. They say that my hair sailors I've slain. They say we were crueler than Avery himself and more vicious than Blackbeard or Vane. They say it's bad luck to have women on board. And that two on one ship is a crime against God. And that crime will bring terrible luck to mankind. They say we're a plague and a curse. Yes, they say lots of things about us. What kind of woman becomes a pirate? How did these angels come to fall? Men will be devils if they desire, but how can a woman be a pirate at all? Then haired and Bonnie and Tom Mary Reed, her raven locks stiff with the brine. With breasts bursting free of their binding men's shirts What? No, they weren't And bountiful booty behind Their tight bridges are hugging voluptuous thighs oh, Stop right there! With ruby red lips and hellfire in their eyes And the flip of forked tongue in your ear Do you try to resist their unholy demands? Will you join them? Or die by their That's not true, why aren't you listening to a word we're saying? Yes, please. I heard they took Beelzebub as a lover. Amongst others. Disgusting. How much? Tuppence a broadsheet, good sir. Tuppence? Daylight robbery. Enclosed a woodcut of the ladies in their breeches. Oh, that's not right. Uh, go on, yeah, then. Give me one. I'll take two. Yeah, yeah, nice give me one. Nice paper, yeah. this. Make good bum fodder after reading. I've seen them at the Old Bailey. Really? What were they like? You could smell the brimstone. Oh, dear. We'll see them dance before long. Nah, no hanging for them. Pleaded their bellies, didn't they? Oh, I love a good hanging. Let them give birth, then string them up, I say. Mm, quite right. And strangle the bait. <laughs> Thank you. Change for a shilling. 
Daniel! <laughs> <laughs> Last time I saw you, you were in the stocks getting pelted with cabbages. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. You put your money away. Free for you, darling. Business is good, eh? Oh, yeah. I barely get through the song before I'm mobbed. Did you write this one yourself? Yeah, did the woodcut too. Wonderfully perverse. Give the public what they want. Missed. It's almost one. I told the turnkey we'd be there by noon. Aye, aye, Captain. Coming. Goodbye, Bess. Ta-ra! Mine out you go. <sighs> Something upset you, Captain Barney. Over half a million souls in London and you insist on exchanging pleasantries with every man jack of them. And did you really pay for that ballad? Why not? It's research. That woman hasn't even <laughs> met them. <laughs> Listen to this. Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. Abominations pumped forth from betwixt the arse cheeks of hell. Good God. <laughs> oh, poetry. I trust our book will be better written. Oh, yes. Respectable enough for a drawing room. Sensational enough to sell 10,000 copies. Sensational? Not sure I like the sound of that. Barnet, the people want devils. Dirty, sexy devils to offend and titillate good Christians everywhere. <laughs> I will give them that. Nothing sexy about those two. See this scar? See? Mary did that with a cutlass while Anne laughed. That's pretty sexy. No, it's not. I'll make it sexy. No, you're a journalist. Stick to the facts. And the fact is, they're awful. How awful? Violent, insane, not at all comely, and they smell like a couple of dead badgers preserved in cheap rum. <laughs> a good job you caught them, then. It is. <clears throat> Chapter One. The courageous Captain Jonathan Barney and his apprehension of the Hellcats Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. Eh? What do you think? Hmm. Well, how about this? Chapter One. The courageous Captain Jonathan Barnett. That's it. That's the whole title. Um... The focus of the story should be on the hero, not the villains. But Bonnie and Reed are rather famous, and you're... not. That is exactly the problem. It's ridiculous no one knows who I am. Our book shall set that right. Shame we can't set it all right and put a noose around their necks. They'll likely die in prison. What if they're released? The fee would be astronomical. They couldn't afford it. They could earn it. How? How do you think? This visit's costing me a small fortune. The turnkey takes most of that. True enough. Although... What? What is it? I've heard there's buried treasure. Oh. You don't say? I do say. Someone might retrieve it for them, pay their bond. Who would they trust with such a task? Oh, I don't know. Charming stranger. A charming stranger? Yes. A charming stranger. Hang on. Do you mean... Me? You! <laughs> oh, miss! Oh, very funny. <laughs> uh, I was Anyway, what need we of treasure? Our book shall be our fortune. And here we are. Newgate Prison. God, you can smell them from here. You have delicate sensibilities for a pirate, Barnet. I am not a pirate. I am a privateer. Mm, a pirate by any other name. <laughs> Hello? Privateers work for the government. Doing the exact same work as pirates. Gatekeepers asleep. Privateering is a perfectly respectable... I was only joking, Barnet. Hello? Who is it? Good evening. Tis Nathaniel Mist of Mist's Weekly Post and Captain Barnet, the hero who captured the pirate ship Revenge, here to see the pirate hags as arranged. 
know what? I just had a thought. Uh, you should go in alone. What? You've come all this way. You, you've paid for both of us to... But what if they're too scared to talk in my presence? Uh, oh, uh... And uh, we need them to relax, to open up. You coming in or what? One moment! Yeah. Bloody hell. I am decided. Uh, go on, go charm the pants off them. I'll uh, meet you later. Well, if you think that's best... Don't believe half the things they say, Nathan. Do you hear? They'll lie. Heaven knows what nonsense they'll say about me. But hang on, where are we meeting? And when? Midnight at King's Coffee House. Good luck, miss. You'll need it. Not far now. Bread. A little bread, please. Oh, minor puddles. Good sirs, please help. Quiet down. My child is left alone while I am here. No one locks a pirate up and gets away with it. Ugh. Do you know who I am? I be the fearsome pirate Anne Bunny. Good God. Anne Bunny? Nah, that's Barbara. Bloody nuisance. You dare treat Anne Bunny like this? We're moving her to the East Block. What's in the East Block? Thicker walls. I'll catch your gizzards out and feed them to my lover! <laughs> Is that them? Aye. Like mermaids luring good men onto the rocks. Oi, Reed! Visit her! I like to give them a warning before going in, in case they're having a shit. Ugh, you're a gentleman. <coughs> Mistress Reed? Oh. She's unwell. Is she? And I could have shot him. I should have tried harder. Um, madam? He's betrayed us. <coughs> uh, I'm here to interview you. Go dog yourself, you Weasley hog shagger. I'll leave you two alone. <coughs> oh, God. <coughs> wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't lock me in here with her. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. All right, all right. Oh. Good God, what's wrong with her? Is it... Is it the contagion? Hope not. You hope, you little turlack! Get off me! This hellhole has made me sick once in my life before. If it happens again, and you're to blame... It's sickness of the womb! Her baby's killing her! If you're lying... Go. The other one, Bonnie. Is she well? Aye. Then take me to her. We're already there. She's three cells along. Bonnie! Visit her! Go in. Presenting Nathaniel Mist. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him? <clears throat> Greetings, Mistress Bonnie. Uh, thank you for agreeing to see me. Agreeing. <laughs> oh, 
Right on my boots. Lovely. I'll just uh, wipe that off. Clear phlegm, no sign of infection. Infection? What infection? Nothing. Uh, I heard you singing just now. Lovely. What was the song? It's called Your Mother's a Public Ledger, Open to All Parties. Is it really? What? No. Ah, oh, I see. It was a joke about my dear mother. May she rest in peace. May I sit? Much obliged. Um, I beg your patience while I assemble this marvellous little uh, device. What fresh perversion is this? What is it? <laughs> well, allow me to explain. It's a portable writing desk for the travelling scribe of my own design. Um, I, you know, I haven't decided on a name for it yet, but it sits atop my lap, like this. So, I thought I might call it the Porter Desk. See here, it has these, um, these tiny little drawers that hold all manner of implements. Uh, pencils, a knife to sharpen them with, oh, ceiling wax, <laughs> paper. Gonna draw the Pirate Queen's kettle drums, are you? Uh, beg your pardon? Gonna empty your nutmegs in private, staring at scratches on a little piece of paper. Pathetic. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not here to draw your, um, <clears throat> drums. Listen to me, Jingle Brains. I'm not as obliging as the turnkey makes out. The last man who came looking for a pirate mall got plenty of pirate and very little mall. You get my meaning? I, I, I think you might have the wrong end of the <laughs> oh! Oh, your, your, your foot, Miss Bonnie, it's, it's right in my... Nutmegs, that's right. You'll be picking them out of your bread oh. basket if you're not careful. Unless you like that sort of thing. Will you pay extra if I push a little harder? You like a bit of pain, do you? No, no, no pain, please. I'm, I'm just a writer. I'm a journalist. I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book and I would like you to be in it. That's all. A book? Oh, thank God. What kind of book? A history of pirates. And you want me to be in it? Yes. Add your friend, Mary. A book about me and Reed. <sighs> I would like to read that. I will send you a copy as soon as it's done. Oh, much obliged. You can read. Better than you, I'll wager. My father was a lawyer. He trained me to be his clerk. <laughs> joke, surely. But you're a girl. I was raised as a boy. No, really. So was Reed, as a matter of fact. Both of you? That's extraordinary. Quite the coincidence, isn't it? Well, what kind of woman becomes a pirate? <laughs> I remember when Reed told me. We were scrapping on deck. Sneaky cow! And Bonnie wins! I can't believe I fell for that. <laughs> Read. Oh, the readers will love this. An unnatural beginning. The seeds of perversion sown from... Would you like an apple? Uh, no, thank you. Uh, I must write down my thoughts in the moment. Are you sure? A visitor brought him in exchange for a look at my bare left foot. I told him if he wants to see my right foot, he's to bring hot gingerbread next time. Oh, yes. So, where are my apples? Hey, Oh, they're, they're right there. <sighs> oh, my nutmegs! I wasn't talking about oh. those apples. Oh, 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 the apples? 
in a manner of speaking. <laughs> What's wrong with those ones? Oh. Oh. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, it's a metaphor. Metaphor? Idiot. What's in it for me? That's what I'm saying. You get my story, but what oh. do I get? Why don't you just say that in the first place? Mm. Well? You get uh, exposure. What the hell is that? When the book comes out, everyone will know your name. They already do, numbskull. Oh, so what do you want then? Thank you for asking. See this? I wrote this note to read, but I don't trust the turnkey to take it. So you will. Wait, let me add a line or two. Now then, Miss Bonnie... I'll have another letter ready for next time. Next time? Now hang on, I I was only coming today. Good pencil. I'm keeping this. Take it. And next time, you You're not listening. There won't be a next time. I'm not a delivery boy. Do you want the whole story or not? Insulted, insulted, ordered around. Cheek of it. Where are you taking that chair? Beyond the reach of your chain, where you can't get to my... nutmegs. There. The thing is, Miss Bonnie, I don't want your whole story. But but you're writing a book. A book about pirate captains and the brave men who captured them. As for you and Mary Reed, well... Well, to be perfectly honest, you're the spice. The spice? Yes. So I only need a handful of details, you know... How many men dead? How many men bedded? Did you ever meet Blackbeard? What was Calico Jack like? Is he the father of your baby? Or both of the babies? That sort of thing. You know, spice. Ah, I see. You're writing some lurid fantasy. I wouldn't go that far. I'm a journalist. A journalist? Why didn't you say? In that case, you should interview a real pirate, like Calico Jack, or Fennec, or Little Bob. Go talk to him! Well, I can't. They're... Dead. Ah, yes, I forgot. The only ones left are me and Reed. And I don't feel like talking to you anymore. Get out. Oh, no, no, but, but... Just make it up. You were going to do that anyway. Go on, get out. Miss Bonnie, I have no intention of lying. I am simply responding to what the public wants to read. Get the feck out of my cell. Get the feck out of my cell. Get out, get out. Before I chuck my piss pot in your face. Get the fuck oh, out of me, Sam! Alright, okay, alright, 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 all right, all right, all right, fine. Deal. It's a deal. What is? The letter. I'll, I'll take it to her. It's a deal. Nah, I've changed my mind. Uh, but... Get out. Uh, no. Unless... What is it? Tell me, please. You were right. You're the only ones left. I, I suppose I do need you. What do you want me to do? Reed doesn't write. So you are to take dictation from her and deliver her letters to me. I suppose I can do that. And you'll do it as long as it takes me to tell the whole story. In whichever way I see fit. All right. Doesn't look like I have much choice. It's a deal. Really? (laughs) That was easy. You call that easy? (laughs) Our first duel, mist. And last, if you please. (laughs) But I've got a sword and you're fighting with a spoon. (laughs) Yes, all right, very good. Ah, now, where shall I start? Well, now, let me see. Uh, Where were you born? All righty. 
County Cork, Ireland, 1698. My mother was a maid in my father's house. I was born on the wrong side of the blankets. And what were your earliest memories? The warmth of her. And the soft scratch of her calluses as she stroked my face. And she'd sing. Sleep, sleep, grandma Cree. Settle. Dream, dream, grandma Cree. <sighs> I have to go, love. Ah, oh, no. Anne barely gets to see you. Anne, put that knife down. <laughs> She's fierce. If only she were a boy. I'd train her up to work alongside me, father and son. Well, now, there's a thought. Here's another. The Americas. There's opportunity to be had there. We could start afresh. Leave the old wife at home. Do you mean that? I do. A new life together. Wouldn't that be something? Ah, no, this isn't working. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you stopping? This isn't my memory. It's my mother's. It's her story, not mine. Let's skip forward to the real beginning. When I took the reins for the first time. I was 16. Fine. Please, go ahead. There, there, girl. We'll be gone soon. 1714. My mother had died three years before. I was living with my father and his wife in Charlestown, Carolina. I was a bastard stain on his reputation, but he couldn't quite bring himself to throw me out. I had my mother's crinkly eyes, he said. But I had her fire, too. Shove it up your ass! You rotten shoe, you low-born cuckoo! My stepmother was pure deranged with respectability, so you can imagine how she felt about me. Ah, now if you want a portrait of cruelty that would make a pirate cringe. And yet, my father would just look the other way. Anne, let's not rock the boat. And for pity's sake, don't upset her. Coward. 
Is there any wonder I'd take a horse and escape into town? Yeah! Charlestown? Is that how you met? Oh no. Reed was across the Atlantic back then, fighting the French. A soldier? No! Tell me! Ask it yourself. Although I warn you, Reed can be awful private. Well, you know, it would be a, a shame to have to leave her out of the book. Don't do that. Well, so tell me what she told you about her life before you met her. 
right. Reed's last campaign was in Belgium. Is lit by firelight, bruised and battered from fight after fight. But night after night, we've sung together, my brothers and I. This is my home. These lads, my family and my sanctuary For these ten years I have been free to be me To a certain degree They've only seen what I would have them see I was so nervous when I joined at 21 A far cry from the soldier I've become I've lived and fought with them and never been unmasked Now I am older than I was and not as fast But being Mark I have not been judged When I have gambled, wrestled, cursed and drunk too much I've spoken freely all these years Sharing jokes and stories, hopes and fears these are the pleasures of men But all campaigns must end And once we sail tomorrow Bound for England when Will I ever feel these pleasures again? What would it be like to be free From them that would have me bound In corsets and respectability This is the life that I have had Through camouflage and sheer audacity But oh, what would it be like What would it be like to live as me Daniel. Wait. Can I walk with you? Of course. Daniel, leaving Daniel hurts. Will I ever see him again? We've shared so much and yet so few words. But he silently 
seeks me out and I too seek him out To eat, to drink, to fight, to sleep And then that night when we were drunk And he pinned me to the ground There was a moment, just one brief moment Mark, can I ask you a question? Something's... Something's been on my mind. Something I've noticed. Oh, no. No. Of course. What is it? Um, are you... Uh, forgive me. Go on. Are you... I've seen the way you... What? Look at me. The way you look at me. What way is that? Like you want me. Do you? Want me? Because I want you. Oh no, what happened? Did he find out? He did. And? Did he want Mark? Or Mary? Either. Both. Oh, my darling. He wanted Reed. Mm. Daniel. Meanwhile, in Charlestown... Oh, my mm. darling. Mm. Oh, oh, Anne. John. Oh, Anne, my... Mm. Oh, will you stop kissing mm. long enough for me to marry you? I now pronounce you man and wife. Come here, wife. (laughs) Do you love me, Anne? I love you, John. Tell me, am I a handsome man? Do I turn you on? (laughs) You're not so bad. Ah. Vainest man in North Carolina. Where shall we go, John? I heard of a place where pirates gather. Why don't we go and visit your folks? My folks? But they don't like you. Or me. We just eloped, John. Need I remind you we're totally broke? They might want to give us a wedding present. Let's not waste our time. I heard tell there's a place where the pirates congregate outside of the clutches of the law. A separate state of buccaneer mates always hungry for that next big score. And you're a pirate, so you could find a ship there. Sounds great. I'm sorry to piss in your rum, but maybe you've noticed we're living on crumbs. What are we waiting for? Let's set sail. Ask your parents for help. The deed is done, the vows is read, they can't do nothing about it. A wee bit of coin for the newlyweds would help the lovebird out a bit. This will not work, John. How do you know if we don't have a go? (sighs) Fine. Purchase of ten acres of land. Anne! Hello, Father. Have you heard my happy news? I know I ain't exactly been a perfect daughter, but we wonder if we... You! Oh, dear. Ah, shit. Thought you'd be out. Get out of here, you bastard child, you rotten shrew, you low-born cuckoo. You are the reason our names defiled. We'll never be rid of the shame of you. Screw you! Did you hear how she spoke to me? Yes, dear. You heard your stepmother. Don't ever darken our doors again. Shove it up your ass! And we'll try again. When she's cooled down, we'll try again. No, John. I told you it wouldn't work. We don't need their charity. We could just go, 
John. And we've got all the wherewithals. You're a pirate after all. Onward. Look, you don't understand. To the Republic of Pirates. The situation there is not that simple. The Ballad of Anne and Mary was written by Lindsay Sharman, directed by Lindsay Sharman and Lawrence Owen. Music and sound design by Lawrence Owen. The series was produced by Longcat Media. For information on upcoming episodes and our other series, visit longcatmedia.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram as Longcat Media and also at Ballad Anne Mary on Twitter. In this episode, Christina Bianco was Anne Bonny, Suze Kempner was Mary Reed. Carl Queensborough was Nathaniel Mist, John Henry Fall was Jonathan Barnett, Carol Stennett was Bess the Ballad Singer, Dominic Brewer was John Bonney, James Ducker was Turnkey Scrappy, Colette Bouchelle was Anne's mother, Lindsay Sharman was Barbara and Additional Voices, Lawrence Owen was Anne's father, Daniel and Additional Voices, and Helen Fullerton was Anne's stepmother and Additional Voices. Further Additional Voices by Hayley Evanett and Ivan Wilkinson. Artwork by Rebecca Pitt. This podcast was supported using funding from Arts Council England, the UEA's Enterprise Scheme, and our Kofi patrons. If you'd like to help us make future series, then visit our Kofi page at www.ko-fi.com forward slash longcatmedia. We really appreciate your support. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a podcast which combines the art and beauty of classic literature with the fun of Dungeons and Dragons roleplay. These episodes are led by me, Kate, your master teacher, which is Dungeon Master meets High School English Teacher. We take on quests in these fascinating worlds, meeting and adventuring with the greatest literary characters of all time, solving puzzles set up by the dubious Dr. Frankenstein. One eye is over there, and the other eye is rolled over there. Exactly right. Hunting Moby Dick alongside Captain Ahab. (laughs) I've rolled a one. Are you rolling? Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a faithful yet irreverent way to interact with the stories which have influenced us for centuries. Plus, it's a much more exciting way to experience literature than writing an essay. Essays don't have swords which burst into flame, or poop monsters hiding in toilets. Anybody got some poop for me? A new episode of Of Mice and Men and Monsters is released every other Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. 